we, we out here owner operators, our problems are deeper than just rates with brokers. You know what I mean? The insurance companies are even worse than the brokers. You know, they are going totally, totally unchecked and progressive is like the Don Corleone of the of the association with insurance companies. Oh, I'm passing through the wave like a jet ski. I'm just trying to live, little mama, don't text me. Watching from afar like a star, this the best seat. I'm just trying to win when I swim, this the best seat. I got them all uncomfortable, though. They say I'm arrogant. I thought that I was... What's up, people? Welcome back to Pro Hall TV Podcast. I'm your host, Jerron Ham. And today I get to have a conversation with Mike Boston, who is the face behind the TQL and JB Hunt boycott. But things don't just stop there. In this episode, we go into detail on other areas of the trucking industry that need reform and how we can make that happen. So please watch the whole thing. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share. And hope y'all enjoy this episode. Peace. No, this is my office. <laughs> this, this is my office. I'm here. I'm actually in this uh, in this office like uh, maybe 12 hours a day, man. Uh, like six days a week. Uh, on Sundays, I try not to come in here, but I usually end up here, in here anyway because, you know, you you it, it looking for loads for multiple trucks. It's like, you know, it never stops. So you you always you say you know you're not gonna go in the office today. You're gonna try to spend a little bit more time with your kids or whatever or your family, but you know, looking for loads it it, it never stops. So you're always in here. Nah, it'd be like that. So you, uh, so you don't drive anymore? Nah, man. Nah, nah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay. too old. Cool. I, I started out. I started out at household goods. So, you know, at household goods, um, it's a lot of uh, lifting and wrapping and hoisting and you know all that. So I'm 53 now, and um, I fell off the back of a trailer. Um, a few years back, and I, I, I basically can't can't do much anymore except basically walk around. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I got you. I got you. How many uh, how many trucks are you are you dispatching for? Well, right now I got ten. So you know we can't really grow much. We had more last year, but we had to get a new insurance company. So now. Our insurance company is limiting us on the amount of trucks that we're allowed to have. So we currently looking for a new insurance company because, you know, we 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 basically outgrown, you know, all of that. So. Yeah. Now that happened to that happened to us with uh, Progressive. They didn't tell us so. And then we hit ten trucks and they kicked us off. And then it was hard to find because we were still kind of new. It was hard to find like somebody who was going to give us good rates. Yeah, uh, that insurance thing, especially when you have multiple trucks, if you rack up a couple of out of services or something, they come in knocking you over the head. You know, brother, insurance is like our next fight. You know, I mean, I, I know I'm I'm saying it like, you know, this is going to be an easy fight. But, you know, we going after the industry as a whole. You know, we're not. We're not just going after brokers. This is not just about brokers, man. Um, this is about the industry as a whole because I said, you know, why we why we gonna just 
try to deal with one issue. You know, we we out here owner operators, our problems are deeper than just rates with brokers. You know what I mean? The insurance companies are even worse than the brokers. You know, they are going totally, totally unchecked. And progressive is like the Don Corleone of the of the association with insurance companies, you know, and guys in household goods, if you want to talk about and you see, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because household goods is dealing with what we dealing with, with brokers and rates. Household goods is dealing with it with insurance companies. But okay, the only not a insurance companies that will insure household goods is progressive. Oh, for real? Dang. You know that. Yeah, man. Like you and they and they got a uh they get all the new companies too. They they're one of those insurances that new carriers can get on with, but you may be paying a super high premium if you get new off there. Yeah. And, and you know, we noticed that like about maybe six years ago, seven years ago with, with Progressive, they went on a they went on a crazy buying spree like they just started buying out all these little mom and pop insurance companies and um then they just basically you know they just basically stranglehold put a stranglehold on all trucking companies you know what i mean like if you want insurance and you got any type of blip that's your only option and they they hand you out to drop you know what i mean and insurance companies are regular you know, they regulated by the states. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah. So the state, like, if you in New York, New York got this, um, I don't know really if other states, they got like the insurance pool. So if you, if your background is so bad that you can't even get with progressive, <laughs> you go into this mm. like insurance pool and man, mm. they, they, they really hang you out to dry. You know what I mean? Yeah, how they way with you? Got free, you know what I mean? We got tired of paying those rates with with on the insurance, so we said, you know what? Let's go with general freight. The insurance is low, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. So how household good is is like moving? Is that moving people or what exactly? Yeah, do with household goods. Yeah, it's, okay. that's exactly what it is. Like you, you, you know, you basically moving people's furniture. You know, people. People, uh, you know, call you up and they, they, they ask you, you know, to move them from state to state. You know, we had interstate uh, authority, so we move people all over the country. You know what I mean? So we already had trucks and trailers and stuff like that. So it was a it, it was a simple transition to move over into freight when we decided to move over into freight. Um, but that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like you go out to people's houses and you. You wrap up all their personal belongings and you load it up on some trucks and you move it to whatever state they move into. Man, I got you. So you said you're what, 53? How long had you been in the industry? Um, I've been doing this now. I'm coming up on 15 years. I started out um, in this in this business. This was not my original you know, this was not my original forte. You know what I mean? I'm I, not around sales. You know what I mean? I, I, I come okay. from Wall Street. You know, I spent like. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I spent like almost 16, 17 years on Wall Street. 
Man, what was you doing on Wall Street? You was like a like Wolf of Wall Street guy? Uh, I wasn't that bad, but I was a stockbroker. <laughs> yeah. Got you. Now, that's a that's most of our uh, everybody's experience with Wall Street. We see that when I played for the Niners, we had a guy who worked for the team, but he had came there from Wall Street. And so he was kind of like our financial, you know, helper for rookies and uh, rookies and second year players, I think, second mm-hmm. and third year players. But most of the time, that stuff doesn't work when they try to talk to a bunch of young guys who getting checks. Well, that's what's up, though. You uh, <laughs> you from the New York area? I see the area code. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I was born and raised in um in Brooklyn. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn, okay. but I grew up in Queens. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I I'm from the uh New York area. You got the accent. I'm from Louisiana, but I lost the accent because uh, I'm a military guy. But you definitely got that, got that accent. Yo, man, y'all, I don't know what it is, but it's like, hey, anytime y'all about the, y'all might freestyle. That's how y'all talk. Anytime you yeah. start freestyling, brother, I'm gonna tell you something about Louisiana. Some of my favorite owner operators is in Louisiana, and yo. They, 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 my friends, like some of them don't, they don't, they don't run under me no more. You know what I mean? Like they got their own parties now. They started with me, you know, they built, they, they, they knowledge up and they went out and got their own authorities and I stay in touch with them and everything. They, my peoples, man, they, they, they send me, you know, you know, uh, 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 you know, Keep going, Mike, or, 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 you know, text and, you know, good looking and everything. Some of my favorite dudes is in Louisiana. Um, mm-hmm. I got guys down in Alexandria. Um, you know, that's by me. Yeah, man. They, they, yo, they the hardest workers, man. And they, they, they mad cool. And, you know, I, I feel bad because, you know, Louisiana, man. The rates down there is just horrible, man. Just like horrible. They call me up all the time. Yo, Mike, man, what's up? And I'm like, brother, I, I, I ain't got nothing coming out of Louisiana, man. You know, going in, going in ain't that bad, but coming out, man. Yo, some of them, some of them loads are just raw, just raw. I know there's like one company down there. They got a lot of loads. They do um. Louisiana, for some reason, do a lot of recycling. You know what I mean? Like, they got a lot of mm-hmm. scrap metal and heavy stuff. Man, yeah. loads be so heavy. And when I call up these shippers, they'd be like, yeah, $800, $700. i would be like, yo, man, do you see the weed of that load? Like, how can I tell this man to do that for that price? Well, that's what we offer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yo, they send me lists, lists of like 50 loads a day, you know? And the guy tell, yeah, we got that twice a day. You know, and yo, really, that's mm-hmm. all that's down there, you know? Unless you going in, unless you going from Louisiana into Texas and stuff like that. Like, I, I had some success running lanes, doing stuff like that, you know, but. You got to know people. You know what I mean? You got to know yeah. people like at the oil fields and stuff like that. You know, you got to know people to get them lanes. Other than no, that, ain't nothing there. Man, it, it, uh, you're right about that. We used to, we took flatbed. It was all right, but we would usually go to Louisiana to get our guys back to Texas. Most of our guys yeah. was in Houston. So it was straight, but. 
Texas, you would think, you know, you speaking of Louisiana, I feel that same way about Texas. With it being so big, man, the rates, uh, the rates don't add up to the amount of freight. And I don't know if it's an oversaturation or what, but it's getting it's getting ridiculous. And it seems like the more fuel goes up, the harder they're getting on negotiating rates. Texas is sad, man. I I don't know what's going on with Texas. There was a time I loved Texas, man. I we would send, you know, me and our guys, because I run my company like a family, you know. We all get together and we talk about where we're gonna go. You know what I mean? And there was a time we would just stay in Texas. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden everything just fell through the floor. Like uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Texas, man. And then a couple of months ago, I sent every I, I brought everybody up north. You know what I mean? I, I just kept mm-hmm. running roads like between Pennsylvania, upstate New York, Ohio, um, Western Pennsylvania, Michigan, you know, places like that, you know. And, and, you know, we was doing all right. You know what I mean? We had a I had a nice little dedicated lane coming out of um, Chicago, going into Pennsylvania with reefers. It was all right. We, we, were, we were making some some nice money. And then, you know, all of a sudden. Everything just fell through the floor, man. And it was like, you know, brokers, they just like, it was like they just flipped on us like rabbit dogs, man. You know what I mean? Like, just out of the blue, you know? And I understand, mm-hmm. like, most of the brokers I deal with, we like friends. Like, we talk like me and you talking mm-hmm. right now. You know, it's not a nasty conversation, you know? They, Mike, how the kids? You know what I mean? I, You know, how you doing? How's your family? One dude, you know, oh, man, Mike, I ain't going to be here next week. My mom's got to go have surgery. Yo, man, tell her I said, that, you know, get well soon. You know what I mean? Like, we cool. I know some of these people for years, man. You know what I mean? For years. Man. And then they just not taking your phone calls or that's what the rate is. Mike, I ain't got no more. Sorry, I got to go. You know, like, damn, man, that, that's the way we are now. You know what I mean? Like, I thought we was cool, you know? But yeah, man, right. It's crazy. Not every, I mean, that brings us to to everything what we talked about yesterday. When it uh, how did all this? How did all this start with TQL and then now JB Hunt? How do we get to that point with them? You know, I, it. I gotta be brief with you on that one because it's real simple. Eh? It probably ain't no different than you probably been through it too. You know what I mean? Uh. Mm-hmm. There, it was a my partner signed us up with uh JB Hunt's power only program. They they had some new power only program that they supposedly had came out with. I really don't know much about it, but my partner signed me up with it and um signed us up with it. And they called me out the blue and they said, "Yo, man, we, you know we got your information here. We're gonna start contacting you for loads." So I said, yeah, all right, whatever. I ain't think nothing of it. A couple of days later, he called me up and he had a load. And I said, all right, what, you know, what's it paying? And, you know, with a straight face, he told me less than a dollar a month. It was like 80 something cents a month. So I, I, I got my calculator. I was like, oh, maybe I ain't hearing this right. I said, you know what I mean? Let me, um, back. I said, yo, man, that that's like a 82 cents a mile. You know that, right? And he said, yeah, well, you know, that's the rate. I said, listen, man, uh, no disrespect, but I, I got to go. Um, I, I don't have time right now. I'm very busy. When you when you serious, call me back. 
You know what I mean? I was polite. I said, when you serious, call me back. So like a couple of days later, he called me back and he had another load similar to the last one. And I think this time he was like, it was going to North Carolina. He was like, um, I think he said he was like, he was like $800 or $1,100 or something. And I said, listen, man, I, I can't do loads for those numbers. You know, that's fuel. This load is heavy. You know what I mean? Like I got tolls coming out of nigga. I, I can't do that. You know, come on. So he's like, you know, I'm going to take you out the system. I said, brother, you, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not telling you to do that, but if you got to do that, do that. Uh, in the meantime, I, I got to go, you know? So I hung up, he hung up. That was it. But, uh, you know, a few days later, I get an email from him. He got the same load. I guess it was probably the next day. He had the same load. Offering the same rate, and me and him started going back and forth in the email. You know, and I said, yo, I, I can't, you know, we're going back. Turns out he was sending this email to his whole contact list. He had about, I would say a little bit over 300 carriers in his contact list and on operators. Maybe like 350 or something. All of a sudden, they all just started bombarding him with emails, just cursing him out and letting him have it. You know, who, how you going to ask him to do that low for that price? Why don't you do it yourself? Who you think you are? You know, they was getting up in him. And, um... He was like, yo, I'm sorry. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to send this to everybody. Stop emailing me. Yo, this went on for like four days. Four days. And you know, I had this thing on my email with chimes every time. Like email. Yo, it was just like bling, 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 bling. It just for four days. So after all of that, this one guy uh, put a post up in the email stream. He, he, he has a company in upstate New York. He says... You know, I'm tired of all of this, too. It was a long email. He, and he said, I'm tired of all this, too. He said, you know, why don't we all just get together and we protest these dudes like one at a time. We'll do one a day. You know what I mean? And uh, he said, yo, I've been working on this plan for a few years now. And, you know, my company's 30. He got a 30 year old company uh, uh, up in upstate New York. Mm. Business, you know what I mean? And he was like, yo, um. We could protest these guys one at a time. We just pick one, you know, or we just take their loads, you know. He said, I've been working on this for a few years now, but the only problem is I, ne I never had a platform to get it started where anyone would listen, you know. So I read the email and I, I Googled him and I found out I got his contact information and I called his office. And um, his sister picks up the phone. I don't remember her name, but she was a nice lady. And I guess she had caller ID because she was like, I said, hi, my name is Mike. And she was laughing. She's like, I know who you are. She was like, I know who you are. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I was contacting you because uh, I saw your email yesterday in the in that email stream with that broker from J.B. Hunt. And she said, that wasn't me. That was my brother. And um, I said, well, tell your brother I got a platform for him if he wants to do this boycott. You know what I mean? And she said, well, you know, he's out on the road right now doing deliveries. But when he comes back, 
I'll leave this message on his desk. And she was very nice. She said, thank you for calling, Mike. I said, you know, he probably won't even call me back. She said, oh, no, no, he going he gonna to call you back. I'm going to make him call you back, you know. And that night he called me and he was, we had a we had a nice long conversation and um you know he was a very nice young guy and he was um very genuine he said listen man i support you 100% if you want to do this but i can't be involved um you know personally because i got this company and i got some real old relationships and contracts you know what i mean and mm-hmm. i can't afford to put this 30 year old company in jeopardy i said brother this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the hit. I'm going to put, I'm going to be the front man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just support us, let me run with this idea. I'm going to post it in the group. I'm just going to put a post, see who interested, and I'm going to be the front man. I'm going to take all the hits. You know what I mean? And he said, yo, I, I, I support you. And I did that. I put the post in the group, just one post. Yo, like, at the time, I had a, almost 20,000 people in the group. Uh, I think we was coming mm-hmm. on like eighteen five or something like that on nineteen thousand. Yo, everybody was like, "Let's do this." I just kept seeing hit, hit, hit. People responding to the post. Hell yeah, let's get them. Let's get them. Let's get them. And um, yo, it just it just blossomed from there, man. You know what I mean? Then somebody in the group saying, "Yo, uh, contact Mother Trucker." And you know, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not really at the time. I was like, yo, you know, I, ain't, I'm not really interested in having my face plastered all over YouTube or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like no cartoon, you know, you know what I mean? I was like, yo, I'm just, I'm just a dude with a group on Facebook. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to have my face on no YouTube. You know, no, no interviews. All right. So I, I contacted him. I just sent him an email. He didn't respond to me at first. You know what I mean? But he ignored me. I ain't go front. He did. I sent him the email. And he he ignored me. Um and, you know, the first week I got a little down. You know, I started getting a little discouraged. You know, Axel, come on, stop. I, I started getting a little discouraged. Axel. What kind, what kind of dog you got over there? That sounds like a big boy over there. Yeah, I got Rottweilers, man. I got I got I got a, a fleet of Rottweilers patrolling the perimeter. They crazy, man. They they bark at anything. <laughs> they they crazy. Wow, gotta have that. Actually, you busting my heart, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So um. Sorry. Uh. So yeah. He, you know, the first week I started getting a little discouraged because we weren't seeing the the, the, the quick results, you know. So I contacted mm-hmm. him. He didn't respond back to me. I remember I sent him an email on Friday night because the guy in the group was very adamant. He was like, yo, contact him, contact him. We got to get on. We got to get on the show. So I, I, I contacted him that Friday. He didn't respond. So Saturday, I still didn't see no response. So I sent him another email, the same email. So Sunday night, he hit me back and um, he said, yo, I want you on the show tomorrow morning. Can you be ready? I said, hell yeah. You know what I mean? And thank you for getting back to me. Mm-hmm. And um, we did the show and yo, he, he, you know, honestly, I didn't know anything about him. 
but he he drove for North American for ten years. How so good? Mm. So me and him. Oh dang! Okay, you know what I mean. I I don't know right North American. You know what I mean. So I was like, you know, we brothers. You know what I mean. Like yeah. So yo, he's the nicest dude, man. He's the nicest guy. We yeah. talk off off camera. We talked a lot, and um, he's the nicest guy, and he told me to tell everybody, you know, because he knew that people had the feeling that maybe he didn't want to talk to him, you know, he was. He told me to let everybody mm. know, contact him. He want to know. He want to know about any stories uh, concerning trucking. He's very interested, man. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen, I, actually, I think I might have seen your clip in a in a short on YouTube, but I think his name used to be like the Asian My Show, so that's what I knew him as. And then I I clicked on it and seen all the news. I was like, dang, four hundred thousand subscribers, and just start going through it. I was like, okay, yeah, he's on top of every piece of trucking, probably trucks are blowing up. So yeah, facts. That's definitely a man. It's a it's a community, and I like the fact of the idea of people really working together now because you've heard this before where it's like if we did this if we if we boycotted if we made a stand and now actually being you know you being the face of this movement that people are really gaining traction on and, and joining the movement uh, I think it's a big opportunity to make change in the trucking community because as I was telling you yesterday when we was talking that was part of along with some other things but that was part of our reason for slowing up our process or you know our operation down and so when I seen it, I was like, man, I, I wasn't even sure how you felt about speaking or, but somebody commented on my post was like, man, I know him. I can get you in touch. I was like, bet, you know, use every platform to possibly get owner operators and carriers involved and know what's going on. And I see it blowing up the story. The main story I seen was, uh, the TQL in which you told me a little bit about yesterday. And some of the details were left out of the article. Can you go through the beginning of like how that whole TQL situation transpired? Um, you know, I've been having back and forth with TQL for years. You know, I, I, I my first loads with TQL, you know, I, I, I'm not really new at this. You know what I mean? I start my mm -hmm. first loads with TQL was, I think, back in 2017, 2018. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I've been having back and forth with them for a long time. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, they reps are very nasty and rude. You know, they young kids. They don't, you know, he basically pulls them out of college and off the street and they don't know how to talk to people. You know what I mean? And I've been going back and forth with them for a minute. Um, a lot of the, you know, the, the stuff that was left out of the article, you know, it, it 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 wasn't my choice, you know what I mean? It, it it's just you know it wasn't. He just chose not to put it in there. But um, I had I had a loadout trailer. You see, this started with JB Hunt, but I chose to go with TQL because I felt TQL was worse. You know what I mean at the time because they were doing things that were wrong that didn't have anything to do with rates. You know what I mean? So one of the things that was left out of the um uh 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 uh, uh, uh article was the fact that um TQL uh 
uh, was charging people for loadout trailers uh, uh, that they shouldn't have been charging them for. So I had got like a week before I decided to go to TQL, go with TQL, I had got a um, uh, 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 an email from them saying that they were going to file a claim against my cargo insurance for $1,400 for damages to a loadout trailer. So I'm like, wait a minute. What, what trailer was that? It was a trailer that I had for four days back in October. And um, I got the information from them and I called the guy that we delivered the trailer to and I asked him, um, yo, what, what is this charge for? He said, yo, this was just for regular maintenance. You know, I, I didn't send this bill to you. I sent it to TQL and TQL sent that bill to you. I, I don't know anything about that. He said, I'm cool with you. Um, mm. So I contacted TQL and I said, yo, I just got off the phone with the guy we delivered this trailer to. And he said that this was just for regular ma maintenance. There was no damage to this trailer. And she said, well, we charging you for it. She basically said, we charging you for it. I had it all in emails too. So I said, well, if you charge it for this, yeah, I was gonna say. So this dude, so this dude, they were they were using his trailer as loadout trailers, and yeah, they, they were rent. He just was sending them that. Yeah, that's what they do. They 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 rent okay from people, and they 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 give them to us as loadouts. Um, yeah, so that's what they do. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Um, oh no, you good? I was just trying to make it clear. So they. Renting it from this guy, maintenance and wear and tear is happening from carriers using it, and then they try to hit you with the total bill or some stuff that you didn't even, you know, it was just maintenance. Brother, they ain't trying. They are. They doing it to thousands mm. of people out there. They they posting these bills in the group. They they just mm. sending us the bills for the maintenance on these trailers that they are renting, and they telling us. That it's a damage complaint. So that's crazy. I confronted her. I said, ma'am, I just got off the phone with the owner of the trailer. He said there was no damage. He said this was for brake pads and regular maintenance. How could you hit me with this bill? She was like, well, we did our, our we did our uh, investigation and it was determined that you were responsible for this, these repairs. So we taking the money. And I said, well, if that's the case, I'm going to file a, a claim against your, 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 your authority. You know what I mean? And she was like, well, if you do that, then you're not going to, uh, we're not going to do business with you no more. And I was like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? And, um, that was the end of that conversation. And that's when all of this happened with the JB Hunt, uh, issue, like a couple mm -hmm. of days later. And then I decided, you know what? Let's go after TQL first because JB Hunt's bigger. You know what I mean? Let's go after mm -hmm. TQL first, see what kind of result we get from that. And if we get a good result from that, then we're going to continue on with JB Hunt. We're going to put JB Hunt on the back burner for right now because they're a public company. They're not private now. They're public. So we can attack mm -hmm. them different facts. You know what I mean? Uh, TQL is private. You know, L let's go after them first. And, um, the bottom line on all of this is TQL is never going to be the same company after this.
You know, they may survive this, but they will never be the same company. They will always be connected to this boycott. You know what I mean? And um, right. that was basically left out of the article, that that part of it. Yeah. Now, what you say about TQL is, is uh, real. So one of my college teammates, I won't say his name so he don't get bashed, but he was a freight agent or a broker agent for TQL. And so he's, he actually used to cut my hair. So I'll go over there and ask him, like, what's the deal with y'all? Like, what's, ro- what's wrong with y'all with these rates? And he said, pretty much, they teach them, beat the carrier down as much as possible. He's don't, like, don't, like that's what they teach us. Don't mention his name because. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. If I, we yeah. are real with you, he signed an NDA. If he worked there, that man losing. Okay. And all uh, facts. Well, I'm yeah. Please, I'm gonna I'm cut some of this out. Please. So, Wait. what you said about the college too? My girl always said that. She said it seems like these are just some kids who got the hookup from their friend or you know somebody's dad who works at the company got them a job in there. But the way that uh, the way that brokers and I seen some. It was I will say this. Freight Caviar is a brokerage Instagram page. And they have a clip on there talking about, I'm tired of carriers complaining about us. Just don't work with us. And so I, I sent it to uh, the guy who connected us, actually. And uh, But when it comes to brokers, why do, you, why do you think that they are treating the carrier this way to where they know we have these expenses, they know our overhead is lower than theirs, however they're trying to keep bulk of this money? Yeah, brother, that, that, that is a great question, man. And that is the question of the the like day, man. Um, the reason is is because lack of oversight. They, the truth of the matter, you know, I was talking to somebody in the group this morning, and um, we were having a he he's a silent member, and he he advises me, and we talk back and forth. He doesn't post much, um, and um. Uh, they had a, um, can, can, can you give me one second? I got to go. I got to go answer something. Is it a, 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 so uh, the thing is, uh, there's no oversight. And what these brokers did was they realized that all of the attention is on the carry. All of the attention is on the owner operators. They get their authority from the FMCSA, but that's the end of it. There's no oversight. You understand what I'm saying? So they know mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want because no one's going to come knocking on the door like what happened to me today. I got audited today by the DOT. So um, just out of blue, they, they you know, we, we're going to audit mm-hmm. you today. You know, that's why I, I was know. Able to yeah. earlier. You know what I mean? I know yeah. it was scheduled earlier, but I got a surprise audit today. So they know that's not going to happen to them. Right. Because there's no oversight. There's no rules for them. You know what I mean? And everything has been written in a way where even if there was a rule for them, they can get around it because there is currently a rule that says they have to tell us what the shippers paying them if we ask for it. But they've learned how to get around it. So they they still don't have to tell us what they're getting paid from the shipper. And that's the answer to your, that question you just asked me. And that's why I said that was an excellent question, because that's the root of the issue. Mm-hmm. They have no oversight. They are rogue. 
and they are within their rights. They're, mm. What they're doing isn't illegal. You know, you understand what I'm saying? It's not illegal. They're within their rights. They are authorized by the Department of Transportation, by the FMC. They are authorized to rip us off. Man, so this this goes, this is, and I've seen uh, OIDA, I believe how you pronounce it, but uh, this get, goes deep to the government and it's going to take some real reform for for this to, you know, work. This, Either that or the boycott. And that, that's what we got. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We can't stop them. We could probably shut them down, but there's thousands of them. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, we can't stop them. Yeah, we can shut TQL down. Yeah, we can, you know, shut JB Hunt down maybe, but there's thousands of them. And they, they didn't break the law. They were within their rights to do what they're doing. You know what I mean? You didn't break any laws. Right. You know, what we doing oh, that's... is to show the FMCSA that we're not playing no more. If we got to, we will shut these companies down. Because you... So, what? so the group... And that group is getting powerful. And I, I, I'm i telling people to go follow it and go join... Uh, and it is so. Just so I don't get it wrong, it is owner operators, no authority, new authority. Yes, sir. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'll keep I'll keep plastering it where I can. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate. Like you said, it's either the government or this. But but I feel like you started something that a lot of people have talked about and have been hoping to get on board with. And you know, so when people uh, and the comments I got yesterday and DMs. Was like, what's the group? How do I get in there? You know, what's the name? Or TQL did the same thing to me that, as I was telling you yesterday, charged something at the request of the receiver. TQL charged the carrier when he just was doing what the receiver asked him to do. And so, uh, and like you said, that's thousands of companies operating that same way. So I'm gonna definitely keep pushing it, you know. And uh, appreciate you, def- you know, coming on and talking to me about it. Now, what is the the so we get TQL, right? Knock that out. JB Hunt. Is it a thing of where we're just going after brokers or is it even bigger than that? Because you mentioned insurance companies when we got started. Who else is in that spectrum of, you know, targets? So what we're doing is we're we playing with, um, uh, first of all, I want to I wanna say something, man. Please, uh, I have a really bad memory. So if we can, if you can refresh me on that question you just had, asked me. But I want to point out what we're working on uh, with TQL and JB Hunt in particular. Um, we have noticed that they are promoting diversity uh, programs, especially JB Hunt, uh, diversity and inclusion and and things like that. Um, I put a post in the group today um, about about these programs that they have and JB Hunt in particular actually has individuals that they have put in place to head these programs diversity and inclusion program and um you know for minorities underserved people you know things women which is a good idea um and they do business with a lot of Fortune 500 companies that do business with them because they have these programs. And we're saying, like, 
how could you have these programs and still be trying to get these same uh, minorities and underserved people to do these loads for 80 cents a month? You know what I mean? How are you being fair? You know what I mean? You have whole programs uh, in your company that are supposed to be de devoted to stopping foul play like that. You know what I mean? And you out here telling people to do, I mean, this guy got on the phone with me and asked me to do a load for less than a dollar a mile, knowing I'm paying $5 a gallon for diesel fuel. That's how you show me right. uh, fairness, you know? And um, we, we going at it, we going at them like that as well, you know, because that's wrong that they have these programs within their organizations and in the public, they saying, oh, yeah, we we here for diversity and inclusion and it. But in private, it's something totally different. Mm -hmm. Keep them all. We need that money. You know what I mean? Um, right. Another thing uh, J.B. Hunt did was they lowered what they're paying uh, owner operators uh, 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 right now. I mean, I. I'm gonna get into that at a later date, but they've been changing their contracts around and just telling them, "Yo, you know what? We know we we agreed to pay you X, but we lowering that now." You know what I mean? Um, and and these people have contracts. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, back to the question you asked before. I'm sorry. What 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 was it? Nah, nah, that's good info. What you saying though about JB Hunt and the diversity and inclusion? It sounds like you know they throwing the rock and hiding their hand, which you see a lot of companies did that after, you know, a lot of the social injustice movements have, have been, been picking up and all of the things have been publicized. But with all of these uh, company cuts and layoffs, what I seen was a lot of the divisions they're getting rid of first are the diversity and inclusion programs, which lets you know, there's just a front look <laughs> like yeah. we're to the to the public, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying out money's tight, let's get rid of Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, when I was uh yeah, facts like and you see when when uh they started riding in different cities, companies started trying to be on this side of things. And I feel like it was just to avoid their stores getting damaged. Like, hey, look, we with y'all. Yeah. We're gonna rips through our window. Don't break up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we gonna put this program Back. together. You know what I mean? Don't don't break up our stuff. Yeah. We would job. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, now all the fans always the we 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 can talk about that one all day long, brother. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that off camera. <laughs> all, all we gotta do is say we ain't buying it. Oh, oh no, no, we with you. Yeah, we we yeah, we got a whole program here dedicated to diversity and inclusion. Yeah, please keep buying our sneakers. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? We we with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what you're doing really could work in many different many different areas of uh, you know, of of industries and many different industries it could work. Seeing it though, it'll. I'm sure it'll prompt other groups and people to, you know, take that step in whatever field they're in. Oh. Um, what I was saying was was with RTQL and JB Hunt is the goal to just you know keep exposing these different big brokerages. And do you plan to go after anything as far as like, you know, uh, financing, insurance? We talked about earlier things of that nature. Sorry, man. You you. Early onset Alzheimer's. You right. 
Uh, we did talk about that yesterday. So, thank you. Um, what we did was we created an association. An association, the association is going to act like a co-op because, as you know, we cannot form a union because we company owners. You know what I mean? And if we did try, I mean, anything is possible in America, right? We can try to form some sort of union, but we won't be looked at seriously, right? So we said, you know what? Mm. We spoke to some people that know about forming unions and been doing it for decades, and they advised us not to try to form a union. It's not going to work. You know what I mean? They said, listen, the best way to tackle this, if you get unity, is to form an association and, you know, mm -hmm. go after the broker's customers, basically. Form an association, create your own broker for that association, and go after these, you know, mega brokers customers. And basically we did that. It was pretty quick because I already had a broker sitting on my desk that I was doing nothing with. It was just sitting here. I registered it and got the authority like five months ago. My partner did and we was just sitting on it. He, we paid the bond and he was just sitting there collecting dust. You know what I mean? We got the corp, everything. I was like, what are we doing with this, man? And he was like, I already paid for it. Do whatever you want with it. I was like, I, I ain't no broker. You know what I mean? Like, what, what you want me to do? I don't know how to do that. I'm running, chasing trucks all over the country. You do it. He was like, I ain't doing it. You know, I was like, all right, so let it sit there. So when this came up, they uh, these people came to me Um and uh, they said, listen, that's what you need to do. And I said, well, we have all of that already in place. So that's what we did. We formed the uh, the National Owner Operators Association. Uh, it's, it's, it's formed as an association, but it's actually a co-op, meaning every member will have a say in what goes on with the association. Every member will have a stake in the association. Um, so, yeah answer to your question that's what we're doing with the brokers we'd like to have dispatchers involved with it as well because we feel that dispatchers are they should be on our side you know what i mean if the mm -hmm. csa makes them register and become brokers then that just makes everything even worse you know what i mean so we feel that bro uh, dispatchers should be on our side so They've advised us to somehow figure out a way to include dispatchers uh, in the association. So they should really be considering it. Um, we plan on going after banks that give predatory loans that, to truckers that try to uh, prey on truckers with predatory loans. We plan on going after uh, truck dealers that sell trucks that they know are garbage and do in-house financing and give these uh, predatory loans at high interest rates, knowing you can't pay it. You know what I mean? We plan on mm -hmm. trying to figure out a way to self-insure, to take companies like Progressive out of the mix so our members can get insurance through the association that we created. Um, we plan on taking factoring companies out of the mix because they're another one that is not needed and we can factor for our own members at 0%. You know what I mean? Um, we plan on taking all of these people all of these uh people out of the mix right off the top of my head that's what we plan on doing we we plan on totally bringing everything in-house and us taking care of our own with the national owner operators association we already have the broker in place and i got word yesterday 
that we already have one of these mega brokers big contracts. We just they just waiting for me to come back to we're negotiating right now on lanes. I love it, man. I love it. That's dope, man. Like that's that's real care behind the carrier. And we we often get in a in a space where we're all operating individually. And so I'm sure, you know, people are going to love to be a part and want to be a part of everything you got going on. You and uh, and that group I joined yesterday. So I'm excited to get in and, you know, get active. And here's the thing. When 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 the people that we brought in to run the broker uh asked us how we planned on doing doing this, if we were gonna do it like a regular broker, I immediately told them no. The way this is gonna work is we're gonna get the contracts, you're gonna present the 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 load to the owner operator and you're going to show him what that load what that shipper is paying us for that load he's going to know if mm. we're getting three thousand dollars for that load if the if the if the broker is getting three thousand dollars for that load the the owner operator is going to know that load is paying three thousand dollars and we're going to negotiate from there he, he's going to the owner operator is going to get the lion's share of the money i demanded that point the owner operator gets the lion's share of the money and whatever's left over goes to the broker and the association. That is it. Mm. So if the load is, okay. they, they giving me a fight on this part, but if the load is pay, if the ship is paying $3,000 for that load, I want the owner operator and his truck to get at least 2,700 and the rest go to the broker and the association. Uh-huh. So that that I'm yes. standing firm on that. That is fair, in my opinion. That is fair. I, I'm standing firm on that. They're pushing back, but I'm standing firm on that. So, so you, so does that mean you, you feel brokers should be in that ten percent, around that ten percent range? Absolutely or less. Absolutely or less. If they yeah. don't have the overhead that 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 is, that is calling for more. Absolutely. I feel brokers should be capped. Absolutely. Now, uh, the way I feel is shippers want quality service. Mm. We have no fight, no problem with the shippers. I understand shippers. They want their stuff shipped. They want it shipped at a great price and they want quality service. I understand. Uh-huh. I am a capitalist. I understand how this works. The way you do that is you pay the man that you need to ship that load properly. If the man that is shipping that load is getting paid what he is supposed to get paid, he can take care of his family. He will be proud to work to move your load and he will take care of his equipment. He will be at work on time and he will secure that delivery the way it's supposed to be secured. And he will be happy to mm-hmm. do it because he's getting paid what he's supposed to get paid to do that. And that brings us to another point that we can get into with another uh, association that I had a conversation with uh, going to Washington fighting about ELDs. The only reason mm. a driver wants to drive more than 11 hours is because he got bills to pay. I mean, it ain't like he got, you know, oh, I don't have anything else to do. I'm just going to drive this truck to death today. You know what I mean? No, 
I got bills to pay. And these garbage rates ain't covering my bills. So I gotta drive all of those miles and all those hours. If they were getting paid right, brother, you pay me right, I drive five hours a day. I drive seven. You won't have high accidents because I won't be falling asleep in the, in the driver's seat. You know what I mean? I'm not getting paid right. So that's the reason why I got to drive 14, 15 hours a day. And now you got to put an ELD in my truck. Pay me right. That's you don't right. Need ELDs. There'll be a lot less accidents on the highway. No, for real. Less because, like you said, less worry about money. You got more money to take care of your equipment. Now you're passing roadside inspections. Now you're able to grow. Now we got a whole good thing going. However, everybody's trying to, I need a little bit over here. I need more. Like you said about factoring companies, it's so many people in the mix and we're the ones with the biggest expense. Yo, it's like. So many people taking. Yeah. You, you, you know, like I said, and I keep going back to this, you know, I didn't come in. I didn't start out in free. I started out in household goods. We don't do any of this household goods. You know what I mean? We don't we don't use brokers. We don't use factoring company. We don't use any of that, man. You know what I mean? It's like I got a credit card charging system. I tell the customer says, give me my bill. I give him the bill. He hands me a credit card. I swipe it. Give him his receipt. He got his stuff. I got my money in the transaction. Very simple. Come to General Freight. I need a factoring company. I need this one. I need that one. I got this one. You know, I'm all these bills for what? For what? Where did all these people come from? What is all this foolishness? You know what I mean? Like, we need to get all these people out of the mix. And as soon as we do that, people going to start realizing that this is not just them in a truck. It's them in a business. You know, they're going to be proud that they own a business. They're going to go from one truck and one trailer to three trucks and three trailers, to 10 trucks and 10 trailers, hiring people, small business, lifting each other up and growing. That's how this works. When you out here, you need to be making money. That's how you expanding. Mm -hmm. These politicians get up here and say it all the time. Oh, small business is the, is the, is the foundation of this country. Then why are you destroying all of these owner operators out here trying to run their small businesses? Why you making believe you can't see this? The FMCSA knows what's going on. Believe me, they do. Oh yeah, hey, probably all their pockets probably lined between factoring companies and net 30, 60, 90 days with the brokerages. Hey, you you wait forty five days to pay them, they gonna need to use us. <laughs> yeah, work because you see factoring companies and brokerages having partnerships, so you'll see. I won't say names, but you'll see some of the bigger factoring companies in their preferred brokerage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I ain't gonna say names neither, man. But I I I I'm not happy until the time brokerage. comes. Yeah, I mean they they bug You know, I just got off the phone with them, and you know they 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 do absolutely nothing. You know, and it's like mm -hmm. if anything jumps off with one of these with one of these brokers, it's like. Well, you need to call that broker up and you need to deal with that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, what am I paying you for? You know what I mean? Like, why are you taking all this money out of my invoices to call me up and tell me I got to get your money? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you get on the phone and go get the money? You know what I mean? Like, ain't that what you're supposed to do? You know? 
Like I did the load, all right. the paperwork is there. Why I gotta stop what I'm doing to call this deadbeat broker up to get paid? That's your job, you know. Mm. I, I thought that right. was your job, you know. Um, but facts, yeah, you know that that's what we're dealing with right now, and you know we're gonna try to change the whole game, man. I I feel like we at a point of no return right now, and we got no choice to get it done. And like I was telling you, you know, yesterday. You know, there's a lot of similarities on how we accomplish this goal and, you know, being on a football team. You know, we all got to work as one unit. You know, every man got to cover. You know, every man got to be on that field and every man got to cover. You know what I mean? Every man got to do their job. You know what I mean? And hold each other, uh, you know, accountable. If you find out that somebody's out there doing rates for garbage money, you got to pull that man up, man. You got to say, yo, man. Mm-hmm. going after that money you know i know it's hard nobody's gonna say hey look at my break on this is what i did but you know right. you gotta ask you know what i mean like yo uh, you know i used to always ask guys uh, when we was waiting to get unloaded or whatever yo what what, what you, you i saw you came from the same place i came from what did what you got for that dudes will tell you you know oh i got two mm-hmm. grand for this and you'd be like damn i only got 1500 you know what i mean like you know like yeah right. you know, you 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 gotta Facts. you gotta you gotta we gotta be more brotherly. It's not always about you know being nasty towards each other. We gotta start realizing mm-hmm. that this is a we a team. You know it's us against them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. And that's how we gonna win this. You know? Yeah, I think the I think the uh, the group is a great way because. I feel like a lot of people probably hide that information because it is such of a, you know, I'm doing better than you type of thing. Well, if we all come together and you got a safe space to say, look, I'm not making it over here. These rates suck. Like, what are y'all doing to be better? And you got a a group of people who care that you make it. Then things will change. And I think not think I know that's what you have over there at owner operators, no authority, new authority. And uh, it's dope, man. It's dope. I'm excited to. I'm excited to be in a group, man. I'm about to go probably scroll back a few months and just, you know, get caught up on everything. Yeah, yeah. And connecting with you, I definitely want to make sure we, you know, stay locked in and continue to communicate just on some regular combo. You know what I'm saying? And I like the I like the accent, man, down here in Texas. <laughs> get a little bit country down here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bear, if you if you scroll back to like six months ago, seven, you'll see like the group has always been like a advocacy group. Like we always mm-hmm. just in the group, people, new guys asking questions like, how can you do this? How can you do that? And, you know, somebody will come in and call them names because they knew. And I jump in and be like, yo, we here to help that man. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't going to yell at this man. Like, you're not going to. We're going to help him, you know, we're going to give him some good advice. Mm. And and I, I have like experts in the group. Like I got um, insurance experts and I got um, uh, 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 compliance experts and, and factoring experts and stuff like that. And like they'll be in the group actively, too. And they see these posts and mm. they go and they advise, too. So that's really what the group is about, you know, just bringing owner operators together. So they can come in here and ask questions. You know, I try to keep the the marketing out. I delete a lot of those marketing posts and stuff like that. I just want it to be a a place where people could get answers to questions. Like, you know, some people be like, yo, my DPF went 
again, what do I do? And they'll post a picture, you know, and, and guys will be like, okay, you see that code right there? You need to go do this, that, take it here. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the group is all about. You know, us helping. Solid. You know? And, um, yeah, man, I, I really do appreciate you joining the group and telling people to join it. And, you know, I, I'm not going to give up, man. Like, I, I'm going to keep going and you know, I think all 25,000 now of my members, we all going to keep going. And, you know, regardless of if we agree on everything, we all agree on the main things. You know what I mean? And that's, we need more money out of these brokers. You know what I mean? Um, and that's pretty much it, man. You know, and I appreciate it. No, I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you for sure. Thank so we got a. Uh... Owner operators, no authority, new authority. And what's the name of the association again? Uh, the National Owner Operators Association. National Owner Operators Association. Okay. Sir. All right. Make sure we uh, put that info in here. All right, Mike, man, you uh, take care of them dogs and the <laughs> little ones. I got yeah. me a four-year-old and not my... My oldest just turned nine yesterday. Oh, I was telling you, yeah. like nine yesterday. So we went was, some crab I, legs yesterday. I was man. crabs, man. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good, man. We had like a tornado out here real quick. So I know I was in there and yeah. flipped outside. It's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it came and went. That was good. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. yeah. It's crazy out here. Yeah. Nah, I think it was in the Fort Worth area. I don't. I didn't see anything about you know much damage yet at least but it's like 45 degrees now it's just 80 the other day wow i play a lot of golf i play a lot of golf and it's messing up my sunday tea time yeah it just dropped out of nowhere you know uh, a couple of months ago i had like uh, a driver down in louisiana man and um there was a tornado down there that tore through um louisiana you know what I mean? And um, it was right by his house. You know what I mean? We couldn't we couldn't get in touch with him for like a week. You know what I mean? He The last oh, text we got from him was, I'm on the way to the truck. You know what I mean? And that was the last text we got from him. And we didn't hear from him for a week. You know, finally we heard him. Yeah, that's good. Tornado blew right by his house or something. You know what I mean? And um. Yeah, this weather is crazy, man. You know what I mean? This weather is crazy. Nah. Facts. I've seen a blizzard out in California. We got this weather changing. I don't even know what y'all got. I've never been to New York. I don't know what y'all got going up there. Uh, Only when we played the uh, we played the Giants, but it's in New Jersey, so we, we stayed in New Jersey. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's mostly cold up here all year long, brother. You know, it really... It, it, I really can't stand it anymore. You know, when I was younger, it was it, it was like just nothing. It would roll right off my. Oh, it's cold outside. I just put on another sweater. But now, when I'm in my fifties, everything hurts. So you know, it, it, it it's not like good. You know what I mean? New York is it's cold pretty much all year long, man. We get warm weather like you know May, June, July, August, and then around September it start dropping. You know and the whole year is basically freezing. You know what I mean? If I ain't shoveling snow, I'm slipping down the stairs on ice. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's a mess. You know what I mean? New York is like, brother, I went down to Miami back in the 90s, Miami Beach, and I was in a restaurant one time, 
and I was enjoying myself. And this old man came up to me. He said, first time in Miami? I said, yeah, man. He said, yeah, I could tell. He said, listen, I'm going to give you some good advice. This is a good place to visit, but you all all live here. You know what I mean? And I was like, mm, you're probably right, because I come from a place that's <laughs> It's a good place to visit, but get your ass out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> you don't want to knock him. They get wild out there. Yeah. Busy in Miami. Yeah, man. New York, man, it's just it's it, it's just the weather's too much, man. And um it's very congested, you know. Uh I'm running mm-hmm. trucking company out of here, but my trucks ain't here. You know what I mean? I don't run. Okay. Any loads in the st- in New York in the boroughs, you know what I mean. You can't, and that's another issue that we have. You know, people in New York, we actually have no place to park our trucks, and um, most guys that run trucking mm-hmm. companies out of New York, we park our trucks in New Jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in Connecticut, or you know, some people even in Pennsylvania, we we have no place to park our trucks. You know, every once in a while, mm. do a blitz, and um, the 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 DOT and the uh the 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 cops they do a blitz, and they they boot our trucks, and they tow them away, and they 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 take our trailers, man. They 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 be bugging. You know what I mean? And uh, dang, you know, we don't want to see the rest of the country turn out like that because you know that 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 that's how it is when you live in a state that don't like you. You know what I mean? I don't care about you. You know, New York, New York hates truckers. They always have. You know what I mean? And um, they don't care about us. You know what I mean? They they find us to be a nuisance. But when they go to the store and they pull that thing off that shelf that they want, you know what I mean? They don't realize that it was us that put it there. You know what I mean? But right. we got we got one truck stop that's accessible to us. We have no facilities to park our units, our, our, our equipment. Um, we get, we pay so much. If you tell an insurance company that you're running out of New York, you're basically out of business before you even get the policy because it's so expensive. They don't want to insure nobody out of New York. The only company that will is Progressive. Hmm. And Progressive is like, Sound about right. we got another one. You know what I mean? And you know that that there's a lot of problems. We don't want to see the rest of the country turn out to be like New York, and that that's what it's becoming. You know what I mean? Like I heard, yeah, one ain't too far behind. Mm. Yeah, they they making a lot of moves out there. I need to get I need to get updated on everything going on because I stick to Texas, but I haven't seen like AB five thing. I really don't know too in depth about exactly what that is. You know how that's affecting everybody, but. I heard New Jersey got the uh, anti-idling. You know, we got crazy stuff going on, man. Brother, if it wasn't for New Jersey, I don't know how New York would get anything into this state. Because New York really don't care about truckers. You know, we got to go into New Jersey and plan our routes in New York, into New York pretty much from there. Because we know we ain't parking nowhere in New York. We know we ain't resetting in new york we know we ain't doing nothing here. so we gotta plan all of that and get the hell out of here as quickly as possible if you bring in loads in- into new york i'd tell everybody do not come to new york i saw one dude he posted in a group 
that J.B. Hunt was trying to get him to take a load into New York for like $2.40 or $2.20 a month. I said, my man, do not take that load. You know what I mean? Like, please, you will not. That is a losing load. Don't even look at it. Cover your eyes. That's a losing load from the start, you know. And uh, to hit on your point with the that that AB5 thing out in California, I've been getting a lot of phone calls from people out there, and they 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 stress, man. And I don't know what to tell them. You know what I mean? I don't know much about it either because my trucks don't go there, don't go to California mm-hmm. because I feel like California is like New York. Uh, as soon as you Pull into California, you get in the business. Get out the truck. Mm. Let me see this. Let me see that. Let me check this. Let me get you, you, you know. So I don't go to California. So I don't know much about what's going on over there. All I know is that I've been getting a lot of phone calls lately from people that are owner operators in California and they really stressed. You know what I mean? And I don't know what to tell them. You know what I mean? Because I really don't do much out in California, you know? Right. Can't. Yeah, I know. I'd like I'd like to have a conversation with somebody out there. I got it. You know, you, you get tied in. Uh well, I'll tap in then. I'll tap in on there. Uh, we get we. I'm in Texas, and we didn't go. We we would go in sometimes and come out though, but it didn't affect us. You know, at the time when we were running in there. By the time this took place, we weren't running in there, and I'm not sure if it would have affected us. But you know, I still don't know. I want to know what that mean. You know, what exactly that means to people. So it's a thing, like you say, it is a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. You know what, my guys, brother, it's more the harassment. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I mean, most of my guys, you know, they black. You know what I mean? And they get, you know, they tell me all the time, yo, Mike, don't send me to Oregon. Don't send me to California. Don't send me to New Mexico. Please, man, don't don't make me go there. You know what I mean? Like, because it's just just the, 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 the regular harassment. You know, the DOT, they see them come in. You know, I have one one of my people, you know, he, he, he from Louisiana. You know, he got the gold. He got the grill, the gold fronts and everything. You know what I mean? Mm. Now, man, he, a, he just a truck driver. You know what I mean? That's the way they do it. You know what I mean? That's how he doing it. He got right. gold fronts. You know what I mean? But he do his job. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. he got he got the business in Oregon. You know what I mean? We 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 had a reefer load going to Oregon. DOT cop, man, he had him there for like six hours. You know what I mean? Checking everything. You know, the guy, the the cop called me up on the phone. Yo, you know this guy out here? With I said, why why are you holding him? He's a, he's a my driver. Why are you holding him? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to make sure you know this was your truck. And but why are you holding my driver? What's the problem? You know what I mean? That's and, uh, no, he's gonna be he, he's gonna be moving shortly. We're gonna get him out of here. We're gonna get you know what I mean? It's like what, what was he expecting me to say? You know what I mean? Like, let the man go. And you know, this is the reason why it's hard for me to do business in a lot of these states because the drivers just get constant harassment. And California is one of them states, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they know who to grab. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and you know, guys get frustrated. You know what I mean? And um, I stay out of, I, I have no choice. Like, I got to stay out of states like that. You know what I mean? Man, nah, and they got that 55 mile per hour speed limit for truckers. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, now, there was, there was something, uh, there was something with, 
the quote, what you telling your business partner, like, you know, you probably destroying y'all. What do you mean? Like, why do you feel that way? Well, you know what they, they doing it now. You know what I mean? Like today I got on, mm-hmm. um, they got, they already got me on carrier 411. You know, they got me on, um, this other one. I got an email yesterday. They, 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 they blackballing me basically. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, 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 they going to go after me. Like I'm going to get it in every direction. You know, that brother, we born here. You know, I knew that going in, you know what I mean? We, yeah. You know that the second you open your mouth and, and and buck the system, you know they're gonna do that. You know what I mean. So the first thing they did was I haven't looked on Carrier Four One One yet, but I'm pretty sure they they got me all banged up on Carrier Four One One. So once you once you once you once they do that, or 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 or, or you know, or one of the other you know Carrier uh, websites, once they freak yeah, guard, yeah, freak guard. Once they do that, you can't get no loads. You know what I mean? You done. So we done, basically. You know what I mean? This is like a full-time job. You know what I mean? Like, we, you know, we we just going to deal with the, you know, the contracts that we do have. And, um, you know, we going to keep it like that. You know what I mean? That's another thing that, you know, another perk, if we do actually bring all of this to fruition, that's another perk. Like, if you carry a loads for the association, you don't have to worry about freight guard. You don't have to worry about carrier four one one. You don't have to worry about none of those places because we not we not dealing with them anyway. You understand what I'm saying? We not we not concerned with what they got to say. We do our own background checking. We doing our own, you know, uh, uh 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 compliance. You know what I mean? So you know if you if you a bad listen, we, we realistic. We know that just like there's bad brokers out there. There's bad owner operators and there's bad carriers. You know, we ain't saints. You know, there's guys out here that don't have no reason to be out here. You know what I mean? And we not going to deal with them either. You know what I mean? Like, we all on, you know, we all together on that. You know what I mean? Like, we not going to allow some outside company to to make that judgment for us we gonna make that judgment and determination on our own so if you carrying any loads for the association and you a member of that association you a member of that association because you run your business right and you got that load with transparency because you run your business right and that's gonna be one of the perks of being involved with the association no more carrier 411 there ain't no more freak guard or none of that other bs we don't we don't acknowledge their existence anymore i like it how that goes back to what you were saying with uh the guy who's who you called and his sister picked up why he didn't want to be the at the forefront of things because of relationships and getting put on all those lists probably Man, this is deep. This is deep, Mike. We this is deep. Golly. You you could go on for weeks because Fact. they've been going it, they've been working this system for decades and we've been taking it. So now we we got all of this stuff piled up on top of us, including the regulations that keep coming down on us from the FMCSA. So you we could just keep going on and on and on with issues that affect. Uh, uh, the trucking, mm-hmm. the, the owner operator, and the independent trucker out here. You could just keep going on for weeks, you know. But you gotta focus on the things that are are the biggest issues, and that's the money. You know what I mean? And um, you know, all boy was honest, you know, and I, I respected him for that. He told the truth. He was like, Mike, I got a thirty year old business. 
You know what I mean? My company, this one that me and my partner just started, it ain't been around that long, you know, it, but he's got a family owned 30-year-old business. You know, imagine what would have happened to him and his family and his business if he would have put his name on the front of it. You know what I mean? It would have been devastation. Mm -hmm. You know, he got his sister working there, his uncle working there, he working there. You know what I mean? Like, you cold. You know, right. he's fearful. You know, he shouldn't be. You know, he should be able to say, yo, man, that's not right. You know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, you know, that it's sad day in America when you got to be like that. You know, when you can't speak your piece and stand up to wrong. You know what I mean? Say, yo, that right there is wrong. You know what I mean? That's sad that you right. you 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 in that situation and you've been doing that for doing this for 30 years, you know? Yeah, no, nah, that's that's crazy. I see the, I see it happening though, man. I appreciate you uh taking it on head on and uh, you know, shoot. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes and the progress how everything works and I'll definitely use what I got to assist and and support. Yo, I, you know, I do, I do a lot for my peoples, man, especially my people down in Louisiana, man. You know what I mean? A lot of them, you know, they come to me because they got backgrounds or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, Louisiana is wild. You know, they, they funny down there for some reason. If you got a felony or something, they won't let you go get your, um, your CDL or something like that. You know what I mean? Like if you got a felony or something mm. like that crime or your background i don't know if every state does that but they won't let you go get your cdl you know so you know one of my people that there you know he hit me up he was like yo mike man you know i need you to write me a letter for this judge you know and tell him you know that i'm working for you you know and i i i need this job you know so i, I yo i be writing letters to judges attorneys down there you know what i mean like it's for some reason, Louisiana is rough for truckers. You know what I mean? And I don't understand yeah. why. You know what I mean? Like, really, yeah, they 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 rough. Period on uh, like you said, people with with past you know, that have been locked up, they getting hit hard out there. Louisiana's poor though, bro. We 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 are a trap. No matter which city you in, I, and I grew up. I was born in Germany, but I grew up in Leesville, Louisiana, which isn't even Alexandria. So Alexandria was our big city. And they were in our conference for football and stuff, about 45 minutes away. But Louisiana is such a trap that it's hard for people to get out. And then when people are getting opportunities, you know, you got so much stacked against you if you do have a pass or, or anything like that. Like, they not trying to help you. Yeah, yo, I wrote up. I, I got on my computer. I wrote three pages. You know, I wrote a letter to this judge, you know, and the, and the, and the, and the uh, 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 district attorney. I'm it work for me man you know what i mean like yeah he he's essential worker for me i can't run my company without him mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i sent him the letter yo he 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 got all you know they was like oh cool. you know they, he going to get a cdl you know what i mean and um you know uh right i i, I got a you know i like louisiana man my, i got i got mad people down there man i got a lot of love for places like that around this country man you know up in indiana you know, even some parts of Pennsylvania, upstate New York, um, Connecticut, um, all over the place, man. You'll find communities like that with people trying to get up, you know, and the system holding them down. You know what I mean? And it ain't 
brother, it ain't even just a black thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's mm-hmm. just, um, it's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a thing, man. You know, the states make it very difficult if you're trying to get into trucking. They don't care what color you are. You know what I mean? They just want to make it as hard as possible. Like if you go to a state like Florida, you know what I mean? I mean. Man, I had some owner operators go in because Florida is one of them states where you could actually go in and get your plates. So, like, you know, but I think they only have like two locations in the whole state where you could get your plates. Mm. And, you know, these people go in to get their plates. They got all their paperwork together, you know, and the people there tell, oh, no, you need this. Come back. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, I just drove 80 miles to get here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you this is what you told me to bring. This is what I got. Now you want me to go home, get some more stuff, and come back. You know? I had one lady had to go do that like three, four times before they gave a, a blitz. You know what I mean? And it, the states do whatever they could do to make this difficult for you. And believe me, I know. New York State, you can't even walk into DMV and get your plates in New York State. That D, RIP in New York State is like, it's like the Wizard of Oz, you know what I mean? Like, you really don't know it's out, but it's out there, you know? It's so, your plates come from somewhere in New York, you know what I mean? And um, you send them money, and they send you plates, you know? You send them three grand, and they'll send you some plates for your truck eventually, you know? And um, it's just tough all the way around, man, like, it, it, with a lot of these states. They make it even more difficult, and that's another thing that, you know, makes me furious about it because we got to go through so much just to get a truck on the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to get tax. First, you got to get a CDL. Then you got to get, you You, you, know, you got to get, once you get a CDL, you got to figure out a way to get a job because you don't have two years worth of experience. So you got to figure out a way to get a job to get experience. You know what I mean? Then finally, right. somebody nice enough to hire you you know what I mean? You got to make enough money to save to buy your own truck. When you make that money, you go to some scam truck dealer. He got all these garbage trucks on the on the on the lot. You know, he won a last year. I I got a guy. He he tell me, "Yo, Mike, I got these 2015-16 Freightliners on the lot. You know, with 600-700,000 miles. I'm selling them for $89,000." I'm like, man, you know you're wrong. Like, like you, you know you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and you know, you go in there, you drop ten, twenty thousand on it. Now you paying three thousand dollars a month. You know what I mean for this truck? You paying two anywhere between eighteen hundred and twenty five hundred dollars a month for insurance. You know what I mean? And you know, mm-hmm. check that. You check your fuel costs on top of that. You blow a tire, you need any maintenance, PMs, um, uh, 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 tolls, all your expenses you gotta add up. You know, you gotta make six, seven thousand dollars just just to break even, right? And, and, and then you got some pencil neck sitting in the office at TGL or JB Hunt trying to get you to do a loan for a dollar fifty a mile or eighty cents a mile. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you do that? In your, in your factory, uh, the fuel, brother, the breakdown. You depressing me even more. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it just, it, it, you know, it's that yeah. all up on us 
And then they like, mm -hmm. oh, yo, that's the market rate. <laughs> okay. But oh, we mean truckers. They're looking at, you know what I mean? But it, that ain't the man, hey, who's, who's setting that? <laughs> who's setting the market rate? Yo, that's like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, it might be somebody. Somebody said that. <laughs> somebody, somebody in New York got the got RP in the in the market rate on lock. God, <laughs> no, it gotta be somebody else in New York, man. There's no way, yo, everything is New York's fault. Y'all all right? Trust me, I'm right. <laughs> no, they ain't that's funny. That's real. That's funny though. Yeah, because in Texas, bro, I go in, I pay, and they can give me the plates right there. Say, hold on, yeah. go in the back room, come back out with some plates. Damn, I got a Dang, y'all take printing them out. Yeah. Come on, come on, I get you on that golf course. You know, brother, go kick it. In New York, it's all done by mail, right? You can't go in, mm. you know. So you you, you got to mail the paperwork, and then they get uh -huh. the paperwork and they go through it. If everything is correct, they send you an email telling you how much you need to pay. So you go on that email and you pay it, and then they FedEx you your plates. Keep you wanting FedEx. If you don't want to spend FedEx, they regular mail it for you. So that's the way New York does it. And you know, that takes time. You know, they're nice up there, yeah. but I just think it's a stupid process because. We, it should be like the way y'all do it. Like, we should be able to walk in DMV. I got a DMV a couple of blocks away from me. You know, I, I should be able to walk in DMV and get my plates. But, you know, it's a truck thing. So somebody said, well, you know, this is a, uh, uh, we got to make this as difficult as possible for them because they truckers. So let's send their asses all yeah. to Albany. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, you know, forget about it. Let, let, let be truckers. So we, we can't make that easy for them. You know what I mean? So let's send their asses all the way up to Albany to get plates. You know, everybody else. You know, they, they tripping. Block. You know what I mean? Oh, now yeah, here we got, uh, here we got the regional service center. So I, I want to say it's like six or eight in Texas spread out. I'm just lucky enough to be by one. But if you live in a rural area, you're going to have to make a trip to the city. And so those are the only places that deal with IRP, the regional service centers. And, uh, but still it's, it's efficient, you know? Yeah. And for some reason, you know, New York, they don't, they don't care about being efficient. You know what I mean? They like, look, we just don't care. Like, you know, and you don't want, you know, and it's the reason why I like this because you want people to understand how different States are. You know, you got some States that are not friendly States. You know what I mean? Pennsylvania is a trucker-friendly state. You know, Texas, in my opinion, these are trucker-friendly states. You know, even Florida, you know, uh, these are, you know, trucker-friendly states. There's, there's a ton of trucker-friendly states. But then you have some states like California, New York, New Mexico, you know, all these. They just can't stand trucks. You know what I mean? Like, if you a truck driver, they, they can't stand you. But when they go to the store and pick that shit up off the shelf, they, they happy as hell. You know what I mean? It's like, more more like, why are you so two-faced? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't, you don't got, seriously, you got to make the, the man life so hard that made it possible for you to go in the store and grab that off the shelf. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's the one of the reasons why we feel we need more people like you, you know, to help us get this out in the public. Because we feel that the public just don't know how bad they treat us. 
and they don't want mm. the public to know all these in all this inside information. You know what I mean? If the public actually knew that guys was out here losing their trucks, losing their families, losing their houses, you know what I mean? If the public knew that the man or woman that was help, uh, uh, making it possible for them to go to the store and get the items that they need to take to their family and bring home to their family, if they knew the government and brokers and the whole industry was treating that man like garbage. I firmly believe that the American public would not stand for that. Because I know I wouldn't. I know right. I would be up in arms if I was just a regular person and I had another job and I knew that there was a, a group of people out there that was providing a service for me. You know what I mean? That was being treated like garbage like that. Beast, I'd mm -hmm. grab a picket sign and be for them people. Right. <laughs> Me. For sure. Because, I mean, and it probably, it triples to them too. Because now when we're not happy, we're not getting the shipments. Now the prices of eggs go up. Now this go up. You know, I don't know exactly what made the price of eggs, but examples, if you ain't getting your stuff, the price is going up. Demand is, you know, demand, supply and demand is the name of the game. You know, it's really with the egg scenario. I was talking to somebody about that the other day, and I was like, "Wow, you know, the price of eggs went up, but the guy did the guy who delivered them did his 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 rate go up? You know what I mean? Probably, most likely not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that's the funny thing with when when they say market rates. You know what I mean? Like seriously, um, you know, you going to the store and you paying more for the stuff that you buying to take care of your family." But we getting paid less to deliver that. So what are you what are you talking about? You know, market rates. Shouldn't we be getting paid more now? Like every day they talking about the cost of eggs is going up, the cost of meat is going up, the cost of poultry is going up, the cost of this is going up. The but are we getting paid more for that? Who's getting that more money? You know what I mean? The shippers getting more. Right. The, the, everybody's getting more except for the owner operators that are out there delivering this stuff. Mm-hmm. Change, changes in the works. Changes in the works. You know, uh, I, I just want everybody to know that there's a lot of people working behind the scenes uh, with us. And um, they don't want their names out there right now because they want to see us stay together. You know, they want to see us stay yeah. unified. And there's a lot, a lot of people out there. I'm getting phone calls, emails, and text messages every day from pretty, pretty powerful people that I'm surprised to even know my name um, asking me what they can do to help. And um, they are watching this situation very, very closely because they are stakeholders. And um, they, they, they want us to win. And um, but they're not gonna put their neck out there until they see us as a coalition. Yeah, and they see this grow. Um, you know how it is. Everything is political, mm. even if it's not political. Right. You know what I mean. Um, but I am. They are texting me right now, and uh, they are contacting me, and they are watching, and um, they advising me, and they telling me, look, if this works out the way that we we want it to. We behind you 150%. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. in order for this to happen, we really need to crush TQL and JB Hunt like forever. You know what I mean? Um, mm. 
And hopefully we'll be able to do that. Nah, for sure. Get ready to go on tour, man. Everybody going to be hitting you up. I appreciate you came on Pro Hall TV, man. Uh, conversation yesterday was good. Definitely know you probably going to be getting blown up. And uh, with good reason, though. The more the more the merrier, the more the word spreads, the better, the more people join. And as long as as long as long uh, it's going, I'm with you, man. So 100%. I appreciate you, what you're doing for our community, you know, for truckers, carriers, because it's it's an underserved community for sure. Not anymore, man. And I appreciate your support and thank you for having me on, man. And um not anymore. Uh the 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 National Owner Operators Association is here to stay and it's gonna take some it's gonna take some time to get a foothold and get recognized. Um we have made phone calls to uh senators and politicians and you know, like usual, they've ignored us. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's going to take some time. You know what I mean? But we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we got plenty of time. You know, especially right. now that rates are down. I got all the time in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. They can, they, hey, they can get rid of me. Raise the rates. It's all over. Nobody ain't going to listen to me. Now I need make them $4 or $10 a mile again. And you that's all this is over you know <laughs> yeah let's get a bit you make it out of here i gotta go deliver a lot i'm getting five hours a mile for that man I, hey i ain't with you out, brother hey thanks for all of that pep talk but i'm good now they paying me seven dollars a mile I, I, i'm good he wanted to yeah, you gotta be over <laughs> you know what i mean you need to do stand up mike you need to do stand up no, i was thinking <laughs> well then it's true uh, well, it's true though, you know, like just do the right thing, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know how to say it goes, but like, you know, just do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like you don't take all that money out of the low. It's like you said, make it 5%, take five, take 10, you know, why you gotta take 30, 40, 50% out the low? Like, yo, we can't pay our bill. Fact. You know, just be, you know, when I started out on Household Goods years ago, uh, I worked for this guy. He was from Israel, and uh, he always had these like proverbs. He would um he would tell me, you know, we would talk a lot. He basically he basically taught me everything I knew I know about you know running a trucking company, man. And uh, he said to me, well, I asked him one time because <clears throat> I had booked a load, and um you know I brought it to him, and he was like, yo, Mike, good job, and I was like. Yeah, but, you know, I could have charged for this and I could have charged for that. And, you know, I forgot to get him for this. Well, he, he he looked at me and he said, yo, Mike, um, sometimes he says, sometimes it's not good to kill the cow. You know what I mean? He said, you can't kill the cow, you know, and I thought about it for a while. And I, I it, you know, it hit me what he meant. You know, the cow gives you milk. You know what I mean? The cow gives you milk. It provides sustenance. You know, you take care of the cow. You know, you nurse the cow. The cow gives you milk. Go kill the bull. You know what I mean? Uh, eat, eat, eat the bull. The cow gives you milk. Mm -hmm. Take care of the cow. And um, I, I've lived by that in this business ever since. You know what I mean? I. You can't take everybody to the cleaners, man. You know what I mean? You got to take care of people. Whether it's your drivers, you know your 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 customers, uh, uh, whoever you know, you you 
you you can't try to suck all the bone out the marrow. That's another one he used to always say. Mike, you can't suck all the bone out the marrow. You know, he used to always say things like that. And I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, I'd go home and think about it. And then it hit me like, yo, you can't be greedy. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be prudent sometimes. You got to say, yo, I'm not going to do that. And unless you're the type of person that could, you know, be able to say something like that, it's very difficult because most people aren't, you know. If there's a hundred dollars on the table, well, they gonna grab the hundred. No, we're not gonna grab sixty. They not gonna grab forty. They gonna grab the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like whoever got it first, you know. And facts. If that's where we at, you gotta force them. You know, when that's when rules and regulations come in. You know what I mean? We saw them do that in the nineties when you know Wall Street pump and dump firms got out of control. You know what I mean? And um. You know, they came in and it, with one regulation, they just, they shut thousands of, you know, broker dealers down. You know, so many thousands of brokers lost their businesses and lost their, you know, lost their livelihoods. You know, even the good ones lost their mm. livelihoods, you know, because, you know, they couldn't really make any more money because they deregulated everything. They say, you know what, we're giving this back to the banks. You know what I mean? Now, the all these mm. banks came out with all these discount you know, online trading apps and all this and all that. Mm -hmm. The retail broker is gone. It's extinct, man. It's like the dodo bird. You know what I mean? And that's what they got to do here. You know what I mean? Really? That's what this is. That's what has to happen here. They have to say, yo, you know what? These guys going out here buying all these trucks and making these financial investments and commitments to this industry deserve that money. Not you. So that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, your cap is 2%. The rest of that money needs to go mm -hmm. to the stakeholders. The guys that are out here buying these trucks, maintaining these trucks, servicing these trucks, fixing these trucks, buying more trucks, paying drivers, holding this economy up. You know what I mean? Making sure stuff gets on shelf, uh, uh, providing excellent service to shippers. You just a middleman. So like any other agency transaction, you capped 2%, 3%, 5%. Now audit. You yeah. need to get that audit too. Go see <laughs> see how your business practices are really, really going. That's the only way, man. And truthfully, that's a government issue. Um, you know, we got all types of petitions circulating now. And, you know, we go into the FMCSA website. You know, they got that new listening period where you can leave comments on a uh, website they, they just reopen that so you could leave comments now you know but um you know ultimately we know that that just goes through this year and out this year you know what i mean um when we shut down these billion dollar companies then they're gonna be listening because the owners of mm -hmm. the billion dollar companies got these politicians phone numbers in their phone right you know I me mean? so they don't got my number you know what I mean? They they they, they don't want to hear from me. I already know. I placed a call to my my local representative, Gregory Meeks, and he basically didn't even come to the phone pretty much. You know what I mean? They was like, mm. what you wanna? They literally asked me what you want us to do. That's what he said. Dang. I was like, what you mean? Like, you really don't know? Like, seriously? You really don't know? You know everything that's going on in Ukraine. But you don't know that there's truckers out here starving, especially in your own state, New York. 
I was shocked. I didn't mm. call him back. Because I realized then I'm dealing with somebody to care less. And like you said, though, they don't know. They don't know that a lot of people turn the blind eye to truckers into what? As long as it's in the store, as long as I could grab it, pick it up, pay for it, take it home, I could care less. I wouldn't say care less. I'm not involved in the in-between. They're not educated on the in-between. Brother, I turn on the news and all I hear is Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I'm from New York, brother. I've been hearing Trump my entire life. I could care less. Mm-hmm. I don't hear one thing about a truck driver. Not one thing about truck drivers having to pay almost $5 a gallon for diesel fuel. All I hear is Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Ukraine, 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 this, that, this, that. Not one story about truck drivers, man. Not one. Mm. Not one story about this boycott. And I'm like, wow. Mm. All right, cool. It is what it is, man. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep going. You know, eventually they'll, they'll feel it. You know, and we know, I don't want to say it, man, but I'm trying to do everything I could do to avoid the ultimate, you know, thing. You know what I mean? I want everybody to keep rolling. You know what I mean? I want everybody to keep rolling and I want everybody, you know, to keep, you know, whatever lanes you got, whatever, you know, whatever you out there doing, I want you to keep rolling, man. I, I would hate for this to turn into a shutdown. You know what I mean? That, that, yeah. that's like the last yeah. thing last thing I want to see you know what I mean right no for sure I see that think hey, pushing it the right way yeah it the right way for sure news wise I'm, no news stations or have y'all tried to go to any local news or anything like that me myself personally I was contacted by one news station I believe in I think it was Arizona. It was funny because the guy who put me in touch with that guy is an insurance broker for truckers. And, um, you know, he was like, yo, Mike, I'm with you. You know, we talk all the time. He was like, he was like one of the founders of the movement. You know what I mean? And he ain't even a trucker. He's an insurance broker for truckers. You know what I mean? And uh, he put me in contact with that news station, but they never contacted me back. You know, they said they was going to get in touch with me, but they never contacted me back. Um, so, nah, we, we, we really haven't been contacted by any news station. But truthfully, I think that if we was contacted by, you know, any stations, this would be a lot worse, a lot, lot worse for TQL and JBR because we already hurting them. You know what I mean? And this is just, you know, it's just our group pretty much in a couple of other groups and mm-hmm. you well can't move no loads you know they calling up other people asking them to move their loads for them you know what i mean and um they got eight thousand employees they got 55 offices in 26 states and they can't move no loads you know what i mean like um so they double brokering them yes yes okay yep. i had one guy in the group um uh, the other day he said he took a load from a broker and when they sent him the rate con, he got a tracking text from TQL. Uh, so they, they using other brokers because nobody wants to take their stuff. So they trying to hide behind 
double broker right now. That's, <laughs> yeah, that goes to show you, you putting a dent in a, in a uh, operation over there. Like, I keep telling people, you know, it, it, nobody's going to come out and say you win. You know, if you're looking for somebody to come out TQL's offices with a white flag, it ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, nobody's going to do that. You know what I mean? They're going to keep acting like everything is good. No problems over here. You know what I mean? But eventually the announcements are going to start coming out that he's laying off workers and, and this, that, and the other. Because you can't have a thousand person staff and not making no money. You know what I mean? So eventually these people are going to start getting fired. And that's when you're going to see that we made a dent. You know what I mean? A company mm. like J.B. Hart, that one, I, I think... That one is is a weird situation because, I, like I keep saying, they're a publicly traded company, and I'm from Wall Street. Yeah, you don't want this in you don't want this in the news. You know what I mean? If you're a publicly mm. traded company, investors don't want to hear that you you know you you taking advantage of people, you 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 ripping people off. You know what I mean? Right. So they got a whole nother, you know, basket of problems. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So facts. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes you know. Sense. If you're a public company, you got to be doing the right thing all the time, especially in these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You 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 know you you can't be out here trying to get people to do loads for less than what they're supposed to be getting done for. Eighty cents a month? Are you serious? Yeah. Like that's if I'm not broker, I, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even trying to post that. I'm not even trying to. I'll be like, come on. Look, we can't do this. Yeah, seriously. You know, a dollar a mile? You know what I mean? Seriously? That's worse than 2018. You know, in 2018, I was doing loads for $2 a mile, $2.25 a mile, $1.90 a mile. But in 2018, I was paying less than $3 a gallon for diesel fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, I was paying less for insurance. You know what I mean? Um, We paying double that now for diesel fuel. I can't. Two loads for those rates. It's a total loss. And it's like, whoa, come on, man. Like, you got to know better than that. You know, basically what they trying to say, they're not even trying to say it. They try, they saying, we don't care about you. And that's it. Take it or leave it. What are we supposed to do at that point? Take it? No, we supposed to boycott. You know what I mean? We supposed to yeah, exactly not a fight. what we doing. You know what I mean? And that's what we're doing. And we're going to continue to do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I mean, I'm about, I'm about to jump in that group here in a minute, too, and check it out. But uh, now I know you said no, no, no advertising. Can I put this the episodes in there? Oh, yeah. Any yeah. podcast, what can I put in there? But you can put whatever you want, brother. What, what we don't, you know, what we try to take out is these guys, you know, trying to lease trailers or, you know, uh, sell some kind of apps and stuff. Oh, gotcha. You. you know, you get these people putting up fake ads that they got puppies for sale. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't want to see nothing like that. But if it's trucking related. You know, and it's, you know, it's informational. We don't have any problems with it. And usually if it's a legitimate company, we let it go in anyway because they part of the trucking industry. But, you know, these Facebook groups, you get a lot of scammers, you know, people advertising that they can, 
do something and then somebody sends them money and then they call me and then I gotta mm. call this guy and get their money back. You know, it's just a nightmare. So we try not to have no advertising in the group. It ain't possible because people okay. will do it. You can put whatever you want, man. It's cool. Yeah. Try to, yeah. Now I gotta, uh, so the whole idea behind the podcast and stuff is talking to truckers because people, you know, they talk to the guy with 50,000 followers. Well, I want to talk to the guy with 300. How are you handling your hotshot operation? How'd you get a box truck? How'd you grow, grow and paint, stuff like that. So uh, we've been having good episodes, man. It's been uh good, good informative conversations. People appreciate a platform where they could come and not have to be, you know, one of these gurus come and share their experience. And a lot of the times it's that person who has the real information, you know, not a social media personality. So that's the whole goal here is to, you know, bring out real information in the trucking industry, because as I told you yesterday, we was getting hit hard. And so along with interviewing and asking questions, I'm learning along the way and being able to spread that to the audience. And, uh, people have been very appreciative of, of what's been put out. And so I'm sure they're going to love this one, this one. When you told me you was doing hot shots and stuff like my my people's out there doing hot shots, man, and box trucks. Yo, hold your head up, man. Like, we gonna mm-hmm. get it done for you too, man. This is y'all, y'all part of this, you know. Like, we know y'all been suffering for way longer than us. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel for y'all. You know what I mean? The what they doing to y'all is just inhuman. You know what I mean? I mean, I got got mm-hmm. box trucks. They like. Please tell me something. What do I do? I don't know what to tell them. Go. Your only option basically is Amazon. You know what I mean? If you were the box truck, your only option basically is Amazon. Wherever you live, mm-hmm. start running Amazon loads. Because if you don't do that, you ain't eating. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. either Amazon or household goods. You know, find a moving company, sign an inter- uh, interchange agreement, uh, interline agreement with them. And start hauling uh, 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 household goods loads if you can. Um, that, that's the only shot because hot shots in in box trucks, man. I, I feel for you, brother. That's all I can say. We we, we including you. Nah, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough, brother. Yeah, it's rough. I I talked to a guy the other day in box truck. He was talking about Amazon. And he apparently it ain't it ain't that much better than you know other avenues because. He said they hit you on your score. So then you get, you lose early access to the load board. He said, but they can cancel on you within 30 minutes of your pickup. But if you do anything wrong, now your score goes down. Now you don't get to see good loads. He's like, it's crazy over there. They score. If you fall below like 90% or something. Yo, you done. You you don't get the first hit in the row. (laughs) They got some crazy. Right in. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Because I I got Amazon. I got Amazon again. I I, mm. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, if you fall below like ninety percent, they you don't get first crack at the loads. And those first loads are they decent. I ain't gonna front. They 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 are mm. nice. You know what I mean? They decent loads. But um, everything that come after that. That's bologna sandwiches for dinner, man. For real. That that that's the thing. Yeah. It's like they they got they got loads paying sixty dollars. You know what I mean? Like 
from A to A to A to A to B, sixty dollars. They 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 got loads for, and I'm like, wow, this guy really is he an animal? You know what I mean? Like I wanted to go after Amazon first, but I was like, that one is a tricky one to tackle. Right? <laughs> 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 His whole little world, you know what I mean? Like yeah. go after him unless you actually work for him. You know, we got to do it over here. It's terrible. He started the first um union with them. He won. He 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 boycotted Amazon over here. I think it's in Staten Island. And um, yo, he won. He created an Amazon union, and they fighting him in court. You know what I mean? But he was he created a union, Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he got his own like world going on over there, man. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, it's funny, too, because if you have an issue, he does all his customer service, I think, in the Philippines. You know what I mean? So the people you speak to on the phone, they're not even in this country. You know what I mean? Like, you're talking to people in another country. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even speak English. They they they, they speak like Damn. broken. They outsource them. Yeah, they outsource them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a dispatch company like that, man, and it was, it was rough because they didn't understand, like, you know, so, some of them were good, I won't say. Some of them understood, and you could tell they were more diligent and understanding time zones and things like that. But some of them were. They asked me to find the load, and I was like, "Wait, that's why I brought y'all along. Like, y'all are the dispatch company, but now I got to go." You know, it's work. funny because like they in another country, we have no idea where Texas is. You know what I mean? Like they don't mm-hmm. know where Houston is. They don't know what Dallas. You know what I mean? They don't know Atlanta. They like, oh yeah, it's just right here, right? You have any idea what you are talking? Like, I gotta go through this bridge, that tunnel. I got, I can't take that highway. I gotta go on this way. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, how could you dispatch a truck in the United States? Like, I'm not saying all of them are like that, but a lot of them are. Like, you, you've never even been in this country. How could you dispatch trucks in this country? You know what I mean? And fact. Whoa. But yeah, that, hey, it is what it is, man. Like I, I, I can't tackle every issue, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, nah, everybody's outsourcing. Save, save a dollar. Yeah, but, uh, save a dollar at the at the expense of quality. So yeah, exactly, I, you know, exactly. It is, it is what it is when it comes to that. I just chose not to work with them anymore, and then you know they're doing well though. So continue, you know. Ain't yeah. not that nobody hustle, but. Yeah, exactly. you know. now until they pass that rule that they got to be brokers, you know what I mean? They'll figure out another way, you know. I'm sure, you know, FMCSA is funny. I'm sure it'll have a loophole, you know what I mean? You got to be a brokers, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like you got, like you got to show the carrier the what you're getting paid from the shipper, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know that. That's what they yeah. uh, so every regulation except the one that screws you, like totally, like uh, like eat, like uh, uh, hours of service. You know what I mean? Like there ain't no button. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Now I seen something the other day. It said uh, the government uses it was a specific type of language, but it was almost as if it was unclear, but it's purposely unclear in order to do whatever you want behind it, and so it was like a some type of, you know, philosophical God talking. And he was saying, well, actually, this is a very smart language type because of what you can do with it. Mm. Like, so the government is the biggest user of it 
because they can get around so many things by using these specific types of language. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. But, but it's exactly what so. they're doing to us. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much exactly what they're doing to us. Because I get these people like, don't you know that you got the right to see the the what the what the shipper's paying the broker and it's rule number three three? And then that, well, I'm reading one guy. He said, yeah, we know we got the right. But what you think the broker do when we ask him one phone? <laughs> you see what the ship is made of? He said, "I said right. the you got here is the dial tone." On <laughs> to the next carrier. Who's who now gonna ask that question? <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, like they knew that when they wrote that rule, they were like, "We gotta take care of our boys." <laughs> You know what I mean? We gonna put that in there and just shut them up. And I know whoever got that rule ready was walked out of that office with their chest swollen like he only got something done. You know what I mean? Like he closed the door. Yo. That's funny. That's crazy because it's funny. It's funny, but then it's not. <laughs> like, damn, they got us. Like, who enforcing this rule? Like, when I read it, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They already breaking the rule. You know, and I made it like, like, don't they, like, I mean, what do you say? It's speechless. It's like, it's obvious. You know what I mean? And then they got this comment. Oh, we want your, we want your input on broker Um, uh, 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 regulations. This is you have no regulations for them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I called the, it's funny. I know we got to go, but I called the FMCSA like a week ago. And uh, I asked them, uh, how do I file a complaint against TQL? I called the FMCSA in Ohio because, uh, you know, in, uh, mm. uh, 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 yeah, in Ohio, because that's where they're based, right? So I got the local office for where TQL is, and I, I I finally got one of the DOT one of the one of the cops on the phone, and uh, he felt he seemed very annoyed first of all that I even was talking to him, you know what I mean, and uh, he told me to go on the website and click here and click there, and you could file a complaint against the them there. So I said okay, thank you. Well, I love the phone. So I go to the site. You know there's no place to file any complaints against brokers, really, on their website. You, mm. you can file a complaint against a moving broker. You can file a complaint against a moving company. You can file a complaint against a driver. You can file a complaint against anyone. It is, I could not see where you could file a complaint against a broker at the FMCSA window. I really, I was looking for a while. And I couldn't see where he was talking about where you could file a complaint against a broker. My whole thing is like, as soon as you click on this area, the first thing you see on their website where you want to file a complaint is mo- is a moving company. Believe it or not, DOT hates moving companies more than any other authority that they have. Moving authorities are the most hated authorities by the DOT. They have come to my own brother. They have come to my house, the DOT. When I had when I was doing moving, that is plastered right on the front of the page. You want to file a complaint against a moving company? Click right here. We got you. If you're looking to file a complaint against a freight broker, you will never find that on their website. Never. 
thing. No, they got to know though. You know, they got to know, or are they just assuming that nothing's going on? They protecting them, yo. They, in my opinion, they protecting them. Like it's so obvious. You know what I mean? Like they protect. Yeah. You know, and um, we got to change that, man. That's all I could do. You know, all I could do is just keep fighting, and I hope everybody you know who's involved if you out there and you got a truck and you know you 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 affected by rates just you know say no to cheap freight man say no to tql and say no to jb hunt man say no to all of them man it's not it's not just them too just look if the rate ain't yours if it's not meeting your price do not do it man deadhead do not do it find something else you know what i mean keep calling yo I sit up in my office sometimes till three o'clock in the morning, man. My wife don't see me for days, yo. I, I'm 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 constantly looking for freight, man. I got I got four screens, man. I am constantly constantly yeah. looking for freight. All I do, I'm on every load board, man. All I do is look for freight. You know what I mean? I I, I got people out there looking for dedicated lanes and contracts, man. All I do is look for freight. You'll find something that's reasonable to get you to your next load where you can make some decent money. Just stop mm -hmm. taking these garbage loads, man. You know, we know people out there still doing TQL and JB Hunt loads. And my, 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 I'm begging them, please call somebody else. You know what I mean? That's my request. Please call somebody else. Nah, they gotta know. Yeah. Dang, yeah, we, this is, uh, this is good, man, too. We've been on here for a minute. We got a lot, and we're going to keep, I want updates, so let's, let's make sure we tap back in as the thing goes on, you know, as the movement goes on, and then, um, for sure, with the association, the group, I'm just, like I told you, I'm going to keep pushing folks there and, and uh, get this content out for people to listen to, but I want to know, you know, what the updates are, you get any ground, and then, I got a couple of friends out here who are in the radio space. So, you know, if that helps, I'll try to put a word in their ear and Please. that's a little bit, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, exposure to what's going on. Brother, it, it all helps, man. You know, everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who can get the word out to who we need to get it out to. You know, everybody, mm -hmm. somebody, you know everybody knows somebody who knows a politician or knows somebody in the news or knows somebody who knows something. You know what I mean? That's, it, that's right. what it's all about. You know what I mean? And you'd be surprised with what you're doing by getting this word out for us, man, and, 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 and passing this information along to, to somebody else, man. There's a lot of people out there that really have small circles. You know, I got to, I have a lady in the group, you know, she's out, she, you know, she's in the, in the Midwest somewhere. She got six babies, man. And she, she won't stop. You know, she telling anybody who listened, you know, she went up on LinkedIn and she got up in all these TQL brokers faces and she on Facebook on their pages, smashing them. And she, all, you know, she got six babies, man. Her husband called me up and said, you know, Mike, my wife is not a very confrontational per person by nature. You know, she's very quiet, but she, 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 she fighting. She ready to go. You know, she, she doing her thing with mm -hmm. it. She ain't quiet now. You know, she, she pissed, you know, it's like, 
you know, that that's these are the phone calls and the people that are out here that are affected by this. You know, people with six children at home depending on this man to bring home some money from this load, you know, and you got Fact. million dollar companies out there stealing this this man's baby's money. You know what I mean? I got a dude down in North Carolina. He's calling me every day, sending me videos. Man, he living in his truck, you know, and in the back of his truck, he, he, he wrote, say no to cheap freight. You know what I mean? And he got that on the back of his truck. You know what I mean? I got people in another state, you know, they make flyers. They go into uh, truck stops, leaving flyers everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's that simple. Like, we just need to keep getting this message out there. And eventually, it's going to get to somebody who's going to say, yo, I need to I need to do a story about that. I need to get that on TV. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't about me, man. It ain't about any one person. You know, I know people out there don't agree with me. And they're calling me a socialist. And they calling me woke and they doing this and that. But I know why they doing that because they stakeholders. You know, they, 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 if a, if a, these are the people where if a, if a trucker's losing money, they making money. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why they trying to discredit me or, or, or saying I'm a socialist or I'm, I'm part of the woke agenda. You know what I mean? I understand, brother. You know, it's because. You getting money from somebody who fleecing the right. You know what I mean? That's why I'm a socialist. You could you could take one look at me and see I'm a capitalist. You know what I mean? Mm. What I what I what I will not tolerate is the people who make the the playing field not making the game fair. You understand what I'm saying? Right. If you if you gonna play this game. I'll play with you, but don't cheat. And then get mad when I call you a cheater. You know what I mean? You want to play the negotiation game? Brother, I, 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 I can negotiate, but I need to know what I'm, where I'm negotiating from. You know what I mean? Right. You You the only one who know what's there. I'm not a guess. Trying, yeah, right. If we knew, then we would know what to, you know, what to play with. I had seen this broker on TikTok, um, and she was just talking about all the different tricks they do. And she's like, "Yeah, when we negotiate, we put you on hold and sit there." She's like, "We're not really going to talk to nobody." Sure, like, you know, I'll come back with fifty dollars more. Yeah, and remember, the person you're talking to on the phone ain't even a broker. You know what I mean? A lot of times, mm-hmm. like with TQL, it's just some kid that. The broker got sitting there answering the phone for him. So he really do got to talk to somebody else because he don't got no control anyway. He don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? If, if you <laughs> talk to them on the phone, they don't even know trucks are on diesel fuel. You know what I mean? Like they just, yeah. they just didn't answer the phone, especially with TQL. You know what I mean? They, they have no mm. clue how trucking works. The only thing they know is that if you take that load, when they hang up the phone, they going to walk over to the gong at the front of the office and ring the gong. You know, oh, I just got another one. You know what I mean? Like, it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, they think it's a joke. It's just a bunch of kids. It, it, it's all over the country running around with their 
with ties wrapped around their heads. You know what I mean? Like acting like fools. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is. Stealing money from truck drivers and laughing about it on your way home. You know what I mean? Right. No, nah, facts. Facts, man. <laughs> they hitting the gong. Yeah. Know, yo, man. On they, hey, yo, this is crazy. That that's on their marketing material. It's on their, um... It, oh, that's real. It's in their recruiting video. If you go on LinkedIn and you you click you could click on the recruiting video, that that's in their recruiting video. There's a, a a video. I thought you was joking. No, no, it's I, I'm not looking this up. You got to go on the LinkedIn oh, no. on the recruiting video. They have a clip of a kid going up to the the front of the office and hitting the gong because. All right, as y'all can see, we got disconnected there, but golly, that's some good information, man. Please make sure y'all support this initiative. Go follow the Facebook group, Get Active. It is Owner Operators No Authority, New Authority on Facebook. So the, again, the name of that group is Owner Operators No Authority, New Authority. Get active in there, support this cause, and let's do what we can to force these brokers to be held accountable. I appreciate y'all watching. Y'all stay locked in with me. Peace.